0: So we were just talking about this. Nick brought up the question about the struggle bus. So the question is, have you ever felt like you're on the struggle bus with your goals? But the question was about the struggle bus itself. Even <laughs> though you're on the bus, it may not have been struggling at first. But now you realized you've pulled the thing down and you cannot stop the struggle bus. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we want you, to get off. Do you want to stop the
1: struggle bus? Do the you want the bus struggle bus? bus? Has to be stopped. Okay, so... Yeah, the metaphor it, it, is. And would you, be getting, would you be getting off? Would you be getting off to try to find a better bus, or are you calling an Uber at that point? Well, at I this would point, like to
2: call the midnight bus. What's it called on Harry Potter? The, um, you know, I'm the midnight
1: about? train to
0: Georgia. No, yep. no, no.
2: <laughs> I don't want to be on that one for sure.
1: We um, actually
0: want to get you into the driver's seat so you don't have to ride the bus. That's the absolutely. goal.
2: Absolutely, that is. yes. slide into I a Tesla. Or own the bus. But. That's right.
0: But Courtney, have you ever actually, you know, felt like you've you've been traveling some miles on a struggle bus in regards to your goals?
2: Well, full disclosure, listen, I do my weekly preview every Sunday evening. Some weeks probably I do a better job than other weeks, but I always like to me it's kind of a it's a habit at this point to do it. But I realized this week I was like reading through my goal pages and I, there's Two of my goals for this quarter that I'm like so excited about and I'm really, feel like, like really excited. Like I'm on pace. I'm doing what I had set out to do. And then I, and again, I read these every week. I realized like this other goal that was like further back, but still assigned for this quarter. I was like, oh gosh, this is this quarter. It was like somehow I had, I had missed it. Um, And so I realized, I was like, I've got to figure out something here with this goal, which using my own uh, medicine uh, was questioning, like, actually, should this even be a goal? Because obviously, I've been much more excited about these other two goals. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like, should I even have this third one? Should I have just had two? Um, And so I I think for everybody listening that – Finds themselves here, so, like I found myself here this week. You know, this is a very true story uh, about my goals for this quarter. So yeah, I I am on the struggle bus, trying to determine which action I'm going to take uh, next. Here,
1: well, welcome, dear listeners, to our therapy session with Courtney <laughs> as she uh, reclines. We will pepper her with questions to uncover what the struggle bus even is, and how she can get off it, stay on it, buy a fleet of them, or take appropriate next act, act, actions. actions uh,
0: <laughs> auctions. I love those auctions. Take appropriate next auctions. So Courtney, you are in luck because it just so happens That today we're going to talk about a change of mindset that will completely shift the way you approach your work. So we have three guidelines that we're going to talk about that will help you set your weekly big three to re-energize your goal progress. So, you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start living Mondays. I'm Verbs here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you both. Happy Monday to you.
2: Yeah, happy Monday.
0: We're here again on camera,
1: on Mm -hmm. screen. Wow. Yep.
2: And I'm still feeling the pressure of that. I can't, you know, do my normal dance moves. I can't, I don't know when it's gonna, like, when I'm gonna shake the, like, oh, this is gonna be put on the internet.
0: Mm, <laughs> Why healing. not? What, what keeps you from doing those dance moves, Courtney?
2: Um, the whole, My Enneagram 3. Uh, it is like, keep it Keep
0: profish, it tight.
2: Okay, gotcha. keep it tight, you know. So we'll see. We'll see how long it takes, you know, for me to really break out the dance moves here.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to lead you here. I mean, it, I feel like I'm really stepping out in incredible unprofessionalism, you know, just to make a <laughs> wide give you give you plenty of space Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: it'll always be being comparisons like wow that i don't know if that was super professional but well maybe it was because i mean look what blake's doing over there right
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah which is really funny because i i do love to dance so we're just gonna have to see how this evolves um so i don't know maybe it's Maybe, Verbs, you and I can, um, maybe you can share some of your latest dance moves. Are you still da- By the way, hey, are you wait, still Wait, wait. Dancing? Oh,
0: pause, pause. Uh, don't try to yeah. bring this. Don't try to flip this card on me. <laughs> this is all about your moment, your dancing, you okay, stepping
2: in okay, yeah. the kickball
0: mm-hmm, chain mm-hmm. of who you are.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of struggling, we are talking about what it's like when you're struggling and you're trying to gain ground on your goals. And I think we have three steps that we want to walk the listeners through Uh, to get past that, get off of that struggle bus so you can be in the driver's seat. All right. First and foremost, focus on high
1: leverage. High leverage. When you're trying to hit goals, I I feel like where almost everyone, myself included, runs into trouble is you are essentially becoming somebody different. You're doing different things and a lot of times we approach goal setting as this additive thing, but we don't even realize that's what we're doing. We just say, "Oh, I want to do more. I want to be bigger. I want to have a a bigger uh, houseboat than the one that I currently have." I'm sure that's a common goal with most people. Um, totally. But when we, <laughs> but when we think of it as a purely additive thing, and, and again, we may not even realize we're doing it, but. Mm-hmm. You can tell that's how you're thinking about it if you're so busy doing the day-to-day maintenance of everything else in your life that you don't have time, quote-unquote, for goal work. So this tip, focus on high leverage, first of all, you acknowledge that not every task carries the same weight. Not everything is of equal importance or uh, maybe a better way to say it is, Not every domino is as heavy as the next domino. There are some things that will cause a a ripple effect. Nick didn't buy that analogy.
2: Um, what I love is that our producer, Nick, is like, yeah, that one didn't hit. Uh, yeah, like, he like, just gives I, you one set of shift in what the you head, head. It's, it's, sort, you don't of like, it's sort of
1: like, is this meat good? <laughs> it, it, it says the best diet date is fine, but- is What you don't realize is that, is that I'm very trusting. And so when people say things, my thought was, are dominoes heavier than other dominoes? I was like <laughs> thinking bro, and going, I don't know not. about dominoes. Maybe they are not. heavier. It's literally- Every domino is the same in the game of dominoes. But in the game of goals, Nick, mm. each task is mm. a domino, but some are really big, unless heavy you make, dominoes, and some unless you're are mixing little up small boxes dominoes. of
0: dominoes also. If you have hey, a box of dominoes you go. You from over here, you could be mixing
1: up your dominoes. One from over mm. there. You could be ordering dominoes, and and some dominoes are going to deliver faster than others, right? just to <laughs> confuse people even more. Uh mm-hmm. what I'm talking about is To think about which of those tasks are going to really move the needle on what you consider important. You're shifting your mindset from how can I, you know, success is checking everything off of my list to success is identifying what are the highest leverage things on my list and am I accomplishing those things?
2: I think that right there is like a mic drop. I feel like that is the mindset shift that our culture didn't teach <laughs> us.
1: I, I tried uh, to drop my mic. It didn't work super well.
2: Yeah. You did try to drop your, your uh, mic there. Note for the audio. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 we've been so – culturally programmed to just like check off boxes without any kind of filtering system that says like, actually, no, that's not, that shouldn't be the goal just to check off all the boxes. I mean, a certain extent, like yeah, that would be great because you would get your high leverage and low leverage things done. But it's it's usually not feasible. You know, the list that we could come up with is really probably a mile long. What's actually important is checking off the most important things, and I don't feel like we talk about that enough outside of this podcast, where we talk about it all the time.
0: <laughs> you guys remember that there's a story uh, or an example or an analogy that people will use towards. It's a story of a. You know, an older, kind of wise, sage type of character, and there's a younger character, and they have a, they have this contest about who can chop down the tree the fastest. You guys know where I'm going? No. Okay. Is one Spare of the characters you, Abraham Lincoln? It, let's <laughs> let's say it is. Let's say it is old All Honest right. Abe. Okay. But so you have this wise gentleman. The goal is to chop down the tree the quickest. So the young guy, you know, he's in his 20s. He grabs his axe. He's just chopping at the tree. He's going for hours. And he doesn't hear the older guy on the other side chopping down his tree at all. There's no noise. So he's still the younger guys chopping away, younger guys chopping away. Finally, the younger guy, hears the guy chopping at his tree, the older guy chopping at his tree. And finally, within the next 30 minutes, the tree falls. Meanwhile, the younger guy is halfway in. And so he finally gets through and he goes to the older guy. He says, I didn't even hear you chopping your tree. And then 30 minutes later, you start and it's gone. The clincher is when the guy did not hear the older gentleman chopping, he was actually sharpening his axe so he could have a sharper blade Mm -hmm. to get cut further into the tree faster, which cut down his time to get the job done. I probably butchered that story, no pun, but you see what (laughs) I'm
1: saying.
0: (laughs) No, that's amazing. Sharpen the axe. That's the point.
2: Yes. Yes. I think that's so good.
1: What that analogy answers is uh, a process, a mental process that you would do to assess if something is high or low leverage.
0: Yeah.
1: If I do this, will that make everything else I'm trying to do easier or potentially mm-hmm. unnecessary? By sharpening the ax, it's significantly easier and making you know, chops 50 through 100 completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, how we have to think about our own task list particularly tasks that we may associate with our goals. When I'm trying to do a big goal, it's incredible how big a list I'll make of stuff that doesn't matter. But when I look at that stuff that I feel like I've got to do, usually it's stuff that feels really comfortable or that I've done before or that is not vulnerable to failure in some respect. But oftentimes the highest leverage things are those things that are vulnerable to failure, meaning I I haven't done it before or I'm I don't know exactly how that's going to go, but usually they're pretty simple. So, high mm. leverage doesn't even mean hard or takes the longest. A lot of times they're simple things, but they uh, <laughs> they may scare us to some, to some degree. Not to, you know, we don't need to spend too much time on this point, but that's something that I noticed for me is like actually what's highest leverage is just to pick up the phone and call this person and ask them for X, Y, or Z. You know, I just don't want to look mm-hmm. like a dope. You know, and so yeah. I make this whole task list or I do other things on my list instead of the simple higher leverage thing.
2: Okay, so the second step to think about when you're struggling with your goals is to focus on the next steps. And I think a lot of times when we think about our goals, we think about the entirety of the goal. You know, We're like all the things that have to be done to actually accomplish the goal. And really what we need to do is focus on just what is the next step. And anytime I think about this, I don't know about you two, but it makes it so much easier. I actually do this when I do my weekly preview, which is kind of funny how I got in this spot with this one goal that I was like, where did you come from? Is, you know, like what is the next step? For me, I find so many times that it's like, the tiniest thing needs to be done to get the ball rolling down the hill. Usually, it's like a phone call, an email. I need to do like a tiny bit of research uh, to get clarity about this next step. You know, I can think of a goal this year that I'm pursuing and that I think I shared in a previous podcast Um And I needed to text a friend to get some recommendations for someone to work with to help me with this goal. And that was the first step. But I kind of like the first week, the first two weeks kind of was like stalling. And I was like, all I have to do is do a text. Like it's a simple first step to get this going. Either of you kind of fall in this trap?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think even with that, it's like, all right, well, if she sends me recommendations, then I got to go vet those recommendations, even though, you know, they're kind of coming to you, um, maybe pre-vetted already, but you feel like the extra work of having to do that vetting process to really find the one that's going to fit your situation, you can tend to you know procrastinate on that as well because it's like, all right, well, I want to do this properly, but I don't have time to do it right now. When can I do it? I don't know. Let me set it aside and come back to it later. Meanwhile- So what
2: you're saying is you start like planning out instead of just like, okay, here's the next step. It's like, Oh, I'm going to get that next step and then that next step is, this is next step and next step, next yeah, step, next step. It's and like again, then you're back to looking at the goal in it's t- entirety versus just the tiny little thing that is going to get the thing going.
0: Exactly. Because your hope was get a rec- recommendation. That's your step to really get the ball moving. But when she has three or four, it's like, oh, okay, here's another thing to sift through before I can get the ball moving. But really, it might not be the case. You can just get the ball moving, take the recommendation and, and roll with it.
2: You know what's really interesting? And and I don't know if this is a personality thing. Maybe Blake could weigh in on this. So I got recommendations back and I got four recommendations. Um, And I literally read through them. There was like one person that I was like, I don't think that's going to work. And I was kind of left with three recommendations. And I literally was like, okay, you know, I trust this, the person that recommended them. I was like, okay, I said a little prayer and was like, all right, I'm going to choose this person. I'm going to go down this path. And if it doesn't work out, I'll turn around and, and, you know, pick somebody else. So I think the, the tip here again, is just like, keep it simple. Just focus on the next step. If you find yourself on the struggle bus with one of your goals.
0: So the third thing you're going to want to consider is focus on what's important. And we've talked about this quite a bit on the show is what's important versus what's urgent, because there's always going to be things that feel like they need to be done right now in the moment, you know, things are on fire and then, hey, everything else goes to the side. But it's important to take that step back when you look at your task or really look at your ba- your daily big three and you've determined what your highest leverage tasks are for your day or for your week. And kind of step out of that realm of the urgent and determine what's important for the role that you play. Because what's important to you is not going to be important. It's not everybody else's important necessarily, but there's that's the work that you have to get done. And so you want to make sure that you have a system um, in place to be able to filter out the urgent and focus on the most important tasks that you need to give your time to in a specific day. This can be hard if you aren't used to
1: Really thinking of this way or if you find yourself in a place where life is happening to you a lot or you feel like you're always behind the eight ball this may not come off very well this tip because you're like but there's so much and I'm I'm so behind and everything's so urgent it's one of those things that's I think hard to sort of get started but the more that you consistently focus on what's important the less in your life will feel like really urgent. And mm-hmm. the more you continue to focus on the urgent, the, the less you'll feel able to accomplish what's really important in your life. So, mm-hmm. you kind of have to start that trend at some point. Verbs, you or Courtney, do you guys have any, I don't know, examples or, or kind of feedback of how you even identify urgent versus important?
2: Well, I think there's, you know, we have several tools that I think really help with this. And, and sometimes I feel like these systems are so ingrained into our process with how we work and our, you know, every, everybody in our company uses these that sometimes it's, it's almost difficult to like peel those out and see like, oh, oh, that, yeah, that's the reason that works like that. We talk about the Eisenhower matrix quite a bit, and you'll find a lot of the teaching on that in Free to Focus. Um, But that's a great tool that I'll use, you know, to help kind of think through the things that are important versus um, urgent and kind of a a great way to filter. But I think so much of that is built into the Full Focus Planner, uh, you know, the Free to Focus course and Best Year Ever are kind of the framework, the full focus planner is the implementation tool for those. So a lot of that is kind of baked in um, to what, you know, I use the planner for that really, you know, helps me have clarity on especially goals, like that those things are important. Those things I've set out as, you know, these things are really important to the vision I have for this year and are really critical for, you know, what I want to accomplish this year.
0: Courtney, can I ask you this? Because inevitably this question often comes up about, um, and maybe you listening are in this position to where you feel like your, your, your agency is limited on the structure of your day. So even though you may have predetermined Mm -hmm. uh, high leverage tasks for your week that you may have identified, you know, during your, your weekly preview process, something happens within that week on a Tuesday or Wednesday to where you feel like this is going to get derailed and I have to focus on something that is urgent but you feel like you don't, again, have that agency to continue to focus on what you've deemed as important, but now you have to respond to the urgent. So I'm just wondering about how you deal with that from a, you know, a chief marketing officer kind of role of how you communicate that yeah. downward.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think there's certainly times where, you know, the urgent comes up and you have to pursue that. And, um, I think that's kind of, a. It's just part of life. You know, I don't think we always have the ability to say, like, yeah, I don't want to do that. But what I love for my team is to say, hey, I know there's this thing that's come up urgently that um, I need to pursue, but I just wanted to let you know, this is the really high leverage, important thing that I was pursuing during that time. I just wanted to make sure that we're in alignment, that this needs to be done ahead of that thing. Or, you know, that, that that allows whoever your supervisor is just to have awareness of, okay, this is great. We've got this urgent thing that needs to be done, but allows them to kind of know what's being sacrificed to pursue the urgent. And then maybe, you know, in the future week, they're able to be like, hey, let's make sure that you get a day next week to really pursue that thing Um, or you get the time that you need to accomplish that. Um, And it just kind of has – you have alignment there in uh, what you're pursuing. And honestly, I think kind of has a great signal to your boss of like, wow, they have a lot of clarity on what's critical in their role and what they should be pursuing.
0: So the fact of the matter is it can be frustrating to have your goals bottlenecked or sidelined because of competing work. But the good news is that can change. Through the power of the Weekly Big Three, you can make progress on your goals by focusing on high leverage work, next steps, and what's important. So, Courtney, now that we are at the end of the episode, do you have any kind of renewed thoughts about the struggle bus, removing yourself from the bus in a clear path forward?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting as I, you know, think about these steps. I do think this goal is high leverage, that it's, important at you know going back to those different weighted dominoes I do feel like this is one of those goals that makes some other goals possible and I can even foresee like what the next steps would be or just the next step and I think it'll be as far as like keeping it important. I think I need to remember the like why this was a goal in the first place, like what the outcome was. I think this is this goal specifically is one of those goals that it's not like necessarily exciting the process of it, but it's the outcome that's exciting. And I sure. think if I can focus back on that of of that the importance of that outcome, uh, that it'll become a lot easier to get back on the right non-struggle bus bus.
0: The Express. You want to be on the, the express, express bus. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you, the listener, for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends, and please don't forget to join us on our full Focus Planner community right there on Facebook. We'll be here next week with another great episode. But until then, stay, stay focused. focused.
1: <laughs>